Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include but are not limited to professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Your discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. All right, Tim, the question for today's episode is, do loving parents spank their kids? Yeah, I mean, do not withhold discipline from a child. If you beat him with a rod, he will not die. <laughs> you know, I love I love how um how like short the Bible is sometimes <laughs> with with these kinds of commands. I mean, you would think that sometimes these commands must be like with the with all of the things that various Christians, you know, think about a subject like spanking kids, you would think that there would be like no verses that speak just very clearly and very plainly on this subject. That must be the reason why there are so many stances on <laughs> spanking kids. And then you, and then you go and you look for yourself and you read it and, and the Bible says, yeah, you're not going to kill them. If you spank them. They'll be all right. I mean, it's all, no one yeah. ever died from a good spanking. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. So, you know, as you as you uh, think about some of the verses like that, I mean, particularly some of the ones that are in Proverbs, they're all very short, pithy kind of sayings. And so, you know, Proverbs thirteen twenty four: Whoever spares a rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. So, you're asking me, you know, does a loving parent um, spank his child? Well, apparently, whoever spares a rod hates his son. The one who loves him is dis- diligent to discipline him. Uh, Proverbs twenty two fifteen: Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Um, Proverbs twenty three thirteen through fourteen, uh, do not withhold discipline from a child. I already mentioned that you know if you beat him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with a rod, you will save his soul from shale. And then you know Proverbs uh, twenty nine fifteen, the rod of reproof gives wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. But yeah, I mean you know it's interesting you you what you mention and what you mention is the fact that what people expect is that if you're going to say things like that that you add thousands and thousands of qualifications uh, along with mm-hmm. it lest you be misunderstood and you know that that really is uh, that really does reflect pretty poorly on us as a society in general and it's it's very like it's a very common thing that people do particularly uh, when you're trying to talk about just a a topic that's pretty straightforward um, in general, you know, with the Bible. And so one of the things that people just, they do this on a regular basis and it's kind of a mind numbing thing that they do. But if you try to generalize in any way, right? So if you try to make a general statement 
or you try to bind on people certain expectations that the Bible has, uh, what they immediately do is like in their mind, what they think is they try to think about like the craziest kind of scenario that they can possibly come up with in their mind. And then they're mm-hmm. going to present that um, scenario as like basically irrefutable proof that's going to bash, you know, your generalization or whatever into oblivion. And then they'll do it with kind of a smug look on them, their face as if like in thinking of the most ridiculous scenario that they can possibly imagine, they've like, they've um, basically uttered something that was profound or wise in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then what's, what's actually happening is like, you know, the Proverbs, what they are is they're generalities. So they're statements of general truth that God has given and they're meant to teach you wisdom. So Proverbs are given to teach you wisdom. So you have these generalities that are, there's, they're just statements to tell you how the world works, right? So like if you spare the rod, you hate your son, right? Whoever loves mm-hmm. him will, you know, be diligent to discipline him. Folly is bound up on heart of a child. You know, the rod of discipline is going to drive it far from him. So you make a statement like that, like, and it's just a statement of general truth. And then some smart aleck person on the internet or, you know, in real life or whatever, when they're hearing something like that, they're going to talk about this one scenario that they could think of where someone tried to spank their child and it didn't work, Right. Right. And then they're going to say, well, see, it's wrong. You know, and it's like, so what you're saying is like everyone who spanks their child, they're always going to turn out right. You know, like that's all that it takes, you know. And so what they're doing, like they think they've uttered something that's wise, but what they've really done is they've really gone to war against the way that the world generally works. And people do this all the time. I mean, it's like if you were to say something like just as simple as men are taller than women, they're going to point to the one Amazon woman they know. <laughs> And the one, <laughs> right, guy, right. the one guy who's yeah. a midget, and they were like, "Well, she's taller than him," you know. And it's like, but <laughs> like, think about the think about the way the world works. Come on, women are women are women are shorter than men on average. Uh, men are stronger than women on average. Like that's that's the way these things work. And so, like that, what what people do in general is they're just pre presupposed to take any kind of generality or any kind of um, rule in the Bible, and then they're what they're predisposed to do is just like think of the most ridiculous kind of scenario that you can possibly think of as, you know, irrefutable proof that basically there is like, there's no standards basically. And and that's kind of the mm-hmm. point. They don't, they, they really don't want any standards. They don't want the Bible to have anything to say about any of these kind of, you know, scenarios. And then, you know, you know, what's added to that is there's just this hyper kind of sensitivity about all the ways in which, you know, these kind of things can be, applied poorly. Uh, so, you know, if you talk about sure. any, anything that the culture generally right now is going to war against, they're going to come up with all these ways that um, this can be abused. And that's what they lead with. And so you just get like thousands of qualifications and the end result is basically, hey, you know, you should be very afraid of that, right? <laughs> like you need to be mm-hmm. very afraid because if you spank your child, you know, like they may not like it. It may not, you know, you may do it in anger, you know, and it may, you know, um, it may turn out bad and everything else. And so the net result of all that is basically just they think they're trying to be like protecting the victim, you know, trying to show love and everything else. But what they end up doing is they end up um, basically making it like making everyone absolutely afraid to try to do anything that the Bible says because they don't want to mess it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But then when you, when you think about that, I mean, that's that's absurd. Like that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. I mean, it's like um, – you know, it, it would be like me saying, hey, you know, human beings should eat food. 
And then someone coming along and say, well, hey, you know, you got to be careful what you eat, you know, <laughs> because you could eat something. <laughs> you could eat something that's poison, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, but if I don't eat anything, I'm going to die, you know, <laughs> like, like, what do you want me to I do? Feel like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to take that risk. I, <laughs> I, guess. I mean, but, so with anything the Bible says that's good, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it can all be abused. Sure. All right. But then think about the consequences. And so, so think about what the Proverbs is saying about the consequences. Whoever spares his rod hates his son. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm so afraid to do this wrong that I don't do it at all, then I guess I've showed my son hatred according to what the Bible says. Right. Right. So follow right. his mount up the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it from him. So if I'm so afraid to do this wrong that I don't do it at all, I'm not going to drive the folly out of the heart of my child. Right. Yeah. Like, so if you strike him with a rod, you'll save his soul from jail. Well, if I'm so afraid to do it, then I guess, you know, I'm leading him down a path that's going to ultimately be leading to hell, right? Uh, the rod of reproof gives wisdom. So if I'm so afraid to do it that I'm not going to do it, then I guess I'm not teaching him wisdom, right? And I'm going to let him bring shame to his mother. But, you know, that's kind of people's general reaction to these things. So you've sort of outlined people's opposition to what seems like pretty clear Bible verses just in general, you know, so I'm, I'm sure that that the kind of arguments that you're mainly giving right now that would come from the other side are arguments that even pagans would use if they're talking about this subject for Christians though, we know that there's, you know, plenty of Christians out there who don't, think that you should spank your kids and i mean in fact even think it's immoral to spank your kids sure. or it's abuse you know abusive to spank your kids and whatnot so uh the problem there is with christians we have this you know we have the bible that we're all sure. supposed to that we're all supposedly in agreement on is like <laughs> this is you know i say that you know yeah that's obviously not <laughs> reality but that's what it's supposed to be we have this we have this book that we look at and we say hey this is god's word uh you know you and i we are evil in the depths of our hearts uh god is not and he has revealed what is good to us through this book we just have to look at this book and it will tell us what is good and what is evil and we just need to trust that and so then you have these verses when it comes to when it comes to spanking you have these verses that are extremely clear and in fact, go as far as, as to say, not only are you, um, you know, are you doing wrong by not spanking your child when it's necessary to spank them, but you're actually demonstrating hatred for them by, by neglecting to spank them when it's right. appropriate. And so, so those are all clear Bible verses, but then Christians don't agree um, on, you know, on spanking. Uh, There's plenty who say it's wrong. So what is the what is the argument from people who say that spanking is wrong for why these Bible, you know, what how do they explain these verses that seem to be so clear? (laughs) Most people aren't really interacting with these verses and like in any way, you know, so I mean, at a popular level, people aren't actually going to be interacting with these verses. They're not going to like most people, they don't actually have like this impulse within them that says that they have to actually explain what the verse means. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so, you know, this is something that, you know, I, I've commented, you know, at various points about this, but this is just kind of a pro tip for people. 
that it's something I learned very early on in my life is that there are people who do constructive theology and then there are people who do destructive theology. Okay. So like, like there's constructive theology and there's destructive theology. And, and what I mean by that is like, I, I learned very early on, like I wanted to be a person who understood what the Bible says. Like, I want to understand what it says. So God spoke it. Like he doesn't have a speech impediment, right? Like God, he's not speaking mm-hmm. with a lisp up there or something like that. Like God knows how to communicate, so he's he's given us his word. And you know, at a certain point, I thought, well, he's Lord. I want to do what he says. And so then, what what I noticed was, and this is a very simple thing to kind of notice, like when you have eyes to see and ears to hear. But I started to notice that there was a lot of people that, whenever you tried to point to something in the Bible, they have. Um, what I would call is kind of like a destructive approach to the Bible. Like all they could Mm -hmm. do was just basically tell you what they didn't think it meant. Right. So all of their arguments basically revolve around trying to make the, like they're, they're on this desperate quest to make the thing unclear. Right. So like if you were to say in part of the way they do this is they pit like one verse against another, or they have some sort of like easy little escape valves that they use that, to dismiss like entire portions of scripture kind of thing. And so like, you know, an example of like a pitting one passage against another would be to say something like, you know, well, the Bible says whoever spares a rod spoils a child essentially. Right. Well, yeah, but the Bible also says we should love people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so notice what just happened there. Like when they say things, when someone says something like that, like all they did was they just basically told you, like they pit one verse against another and then what you're left doing is saying, well, okay, fine, but what does that verse mean, <laughs> right? right? And you can never actually yeah. get an answer from people like when they do that kind of thing. It's just a dismissal, right? It's just a, well, you know, no one's perfect. You know, that guy's like, huh? What do you mean? I, yeah, I know no one's perfect. What what does that mean? You know, and so what I've learned to do is I've learned to pay attention to the people who are actually going to tell me what it means, not all the people that are going to tell me all the things it doesn't mean or how it can be abused or how it can be you know, this or that. And that's, I mean, essentially that's Satan's attack in the garden is to say, did God really say, right? God didn't say. Right. And so a lot of people are engaged in that kind of thing. So it's just a, about they'll pit like love against spanking. And then a lot of them, they'll appeal to like psychological studies at that point to, you know, that are supposed to be proving that kids who got spanked or, you know, turn out worse or, or something along those lines. But I mean, you know, all these things, like no kid's going to like to be spanked. Okay. <laughs> Right. Like until yeah. they get older. I didn't like it. I got I got spanked and I never liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't like it until now. You know, I like it now as an adult, now that's not happening anymore, but now I'm thankful <laughs> for it, right? I mean that's <laughs> right. That's essentially what the Bible says, you know, no discipline is, you know, enjoyable at the time essentially. It's always painful. All all discipline's painful, but in the end it yields, you know, harvest of righteousness and all that. So a lot of people do that kind of thing. Uh the you know, the biggest thing that people do, um, you know, in a shallow kind of way is they'll just basically just wave the, you know, wave a, wave their hand against the whole Old Testament and basically say, hey, that's the Old Testament, right? <laughs> it basically doesn't even count. It doesn't at all. Count. You know, there's <laughs> God was angry in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you know, Jesus is coming along and he's a nice guy, you know, and so he's not, he's not like, the same. He's like, whoa, chill, man. Whoa, man. You know, like. <laughs> You know, you show, and then, you know, they'll do like these silly little things where show me in the New Testament and, you know, where Jesus says, I want to know where does Jesus say, you know, uh, you, uh, where does Jesus say, quote, uh, 
it, you must spank your child today in the New Testament church, end quote, you know, <laughs> I want all those words in there, you know, they'll ask like for ridiculous things like that. And so, but, but all that, like just, there, there's just a lot of different ways people will basically ignore everything there. They're not, they have no ability whatsoever to explain what those things mean. And, you know, that's just, they're not, they're not interested in it. And so it's, it's not what they're trying to do. What they're not trying to do is tell you what these verses mean and, what do we do with them? They basically just have a lot of different tactics that are basically just throwing, you know, smoke and mirror, uh, smoke, smoke at you, you know, smoke bomb at you, whatever, just trying to get right. you to evade, ignore, you know, just shift the focus. So, in, so in this scenario, a lot of people, if they even do interact with these verses, is essentially just kind of wave like the, well, that's the Old Testament, you know, doesn't really count. So yeah, it's not really loving. You try know, Jesus try again. Say that. Yeah. Try again. That's you what they did back then. Abusive Christian. <laughs> yeah, we're not Jews. That's what they did back then. You know that kind of stuff. And so, but they, what, what they don't have is like a explanation for, like a real explanation for why, like God's, you know, God's immutable. He hasn't changed. Why was it wise to do this? You know, at that point in history, and you know, why right. shouldn't we do that now? And like, did like did he just tell us to do something that was fundamentally stupid and now we've just gotten smarter you know or is it just that he knew something about human nature that we don't know right and so now it's just become like we're hypersensitive towards certain topics and yeah and you know our intuitions aren't firing the way that his he wants us to fire them to fire you know so but right. i've never i've never heard anyone give me an answer for what those things actually mean all they do is just you know basically say hey we you know, that's Old Testament. That's, Jesus didn't say that. That's not loving. You know, I disagree. You know, and that's like the worst. The worst one is when they just say, I disagree. You know, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're not really allowed to just disagree with the Bible. <laughs> you, know, you, can't, you can't, but they say it. Agree, so to, author- agree to disagree there, they God. Just, <laughs> they say it so authoritatively. They're just like, well, I just disagree. Oh, man. And it's just like, man, you. Man, you're lost. You know, you're lost. You know, it's like what 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 was the what was the verse you read at the beginning? Which one was it? Uh, it, it do not withhold discipline from a child. If you beat him with a rod, he will not die. Well, Tim, you know that's just like your opinion. You know, that's just <laughs> your interpretation of that verse. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, but sometimes it really does amount to that kind of thing. To where I mean, I will, like, if I, I, you know, if I'm talking to people about these kind of things in real life, you know. And I will just kind of make references to all those verses just because, I mean, I know, I know what they are. I mean, whoever spares a rod spoils a child, you know, I, I, I can paraphrase, you know, all of them. And they just look at me like I've said something monstrous and crazy and they just don't, they don't even realize it's in the Bible. And then I just look at them and I'm like, no, those are actual verses. Did you not know that these are actual verses? And yeah. then like the end result is just, well, I disagree. It's like, okay, well, I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you here. You know, what about the objection? I have had some people come to me and say, Hey, the, you know, I'll, we'll talk about the subject and then I'll bring up some of these verses where, you know, it's very obvious what's being said. And then the response is, well, that's not actually talking about literal physical spanking. That's just talking about like metaphorical spanking discipline in general. So like send them to their room or, you know, give them a stern talking to perhaps, you know? So what, what's the response there to yeah. that, to that kind of argument?
Yeah. All right. So Proverbs 14, 3, by the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back. Like I, it seems like, you know, as you're thinking about this, like this idea of the rod, um, in general, let's see. Yeah. So over and over again, you'll see that the rod is for the back. Um, and yeah, I'm, there's some verses that I can't think of off the top of my head that talk about like stripes, you know, rod bringing stripes on the back and that kind of thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I don't really know how to interact with that kind of thing other than just to say, hey, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what rod means to you. So if you beat your child, he will not die. Um, do not withhold. Just if you strike him with a rod, he will not die. I mean, it seems about as clear as you can possibly get. That and this- isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting too that you know over and over again. Like even if, even if your reading of this of those passages is like okay, it's talking about metaphorical spanking, <laughs> right? Like just discipline in general. Well, then why is the rod a picture of discipline that the Bible keeps using in a yeah. positive light? Well, yeah, I think yeah the the uh, if uh, if you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Like maybe with some of the other ones, like whoever spares a rod, like oh, the rod symbolizes discipline in. Like some kind of abstract way or something like that, but you know when when you say when if you strike him with a rod, mm-hmm. that you've you've left the realm of like metaphor at that point. <laughs> I mean that's yeah. pretty like that's more like like you've moved away from like you act like this is a very this is about as direct as you possibly get you know. So I think a lot of people what's happening is people just they've left the like they don't have some kind of category for the usefulness of corporal punishment in that way and a lot of it is like i think we've just we just don't understand how human nature actually works anymore so Mm -hmm. like many people think like they really do think that you can just kind of talk to people and talk it all out and sort it all out and that people will just respond And, and so a lot of this is just like because we're so matriarchal as a society we basically think at this point in history that like like we 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 don't have a stomach for anything that feels like mean, right? So when you talk about spanking, like this is generally the province of men. This is the kind of thing that men will do. Um, like men have a higher capacity for, um, like turning their emotions off and doing what needs to be done at that point. And so when you get like a society that's like very feminized at that point, what ends up happening is that you you end up getting into situations where you just have very unrealistic like expectations about how people actually act you know and so you're just ultimately you're just trying to mother everyone to death and protect them and keep them safe whereas you know a guy like his job like his he's not so motivated by keeping everyone safe and protecting them (laughs) from all the you know difficult things in the world and you know there is a certain kind of stubbornness and a certain kind of stupidity that's present in people that is only capable of, you know, being driven out of them through use of force, you know, and that's just something that our society doesn't have any category for. And I think in general, like, and that's the loving thing to do. Yeah. It's the loving thing to do. So whoever spares the rod hates the son, but whoever loves him is diligent to discipline him. I mean, if you want your kid to be a fool, then don't, don't give them consequences sufficient for their actions. Like that's the point. So, if, like this is like, um, like I love you so much that I'm gonna do whatever it takes 
to help break the stubborn will of yours, right? You know, so I'm not just gonna, I'm not just gonna, you know, you know, Johnny, you know, please don't do it, Johnny. Don't touch that, Johnny. Don't make me count the three, Johnny. You know, and so that's what people are doing. Like they're doing that kind of thing, but that's actually an act of hatred because they're not actually addressing like the problem in the way that they should. Now, I mean, most people they look at spanking and they think, oh, okay, well, the only category they have for it is just an angry person who's just out of control and who's just temper flaring and you know, it's just gonna. You know, wearing the wife beater, wearing the wife know, beater ha, has a has a six pack down already and a mullet, six pack of beer, yeah, mullet, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tattoos, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I think the, that's that's not you know the biblical picture of discipline, you know. But I mean, it ought to be. I mean, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So it ought to be a fearful thing to fall into the hands of like a dad who's going to discipline you. I mean, it, it shouldn't be a fun, fun thing. It's not going to be a pleasant thing, but it, in time it will yield like the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And so, you know, there's, I mean, like we, um, you know, in our sensitivity, we just, um, we, we don't have a category for corporal punishment anymore. But, you know, even having that, like for prison offenses and things like that, I think that could do us well. I mean, we think we're so sensitive. We think that, well, like the just thing to do is to put a person in a cage for 40 years. You know what? Like if you would just like give them some corporal punishment out in the real world, in the public square, it may be that like one, they get it out of the way, you know, get their punishment out of the way. And two, it may be an actual deterrent <laughs> like for people uh-huh. like in that way. And so I, I just think, you know, we, we, we look at, some of the things the Bible says and we just like look down our nose at them and scoff at them but it's not demonstrable to me that like things are going very well you know and, and I would just tell you anecdotally like I've I've never met a parent who doesn't who didn't spank their kids and thought I want to be around those kids I've never been in that scenario like I've never a, been in that a parent scenario. who didn't spank their kids yeah, I've, I, I mean, the, with all the parents I know who, like, in my life, I can think of no example of a parent who refused to spank their kids and their kids were enjoyable to be around. I can think, like, none, <laughs> none. <laughs> like, zero. Uh-huh. I'm being serious. Like, I've, like the, the kids that you want to be around are the ones that, like, their parents spank them, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, those are the ones you want to be around. You do not want to be around kids who, like, they're – Watch like just sitting there watching parents like beg their kids over and over and over again to obey. Please do what I'm saying. Please, do. like you just don't want to be around them, and they're like unmanageable, unruly. And I mean, it's obvious. It's it's um, you know, whoever spares a rod hates his son, right? The rod of discipline will drive like the folly far from them. If you ignore it, you ignore it. Your peril. Now, I mean, obviously, there's more to being a parent and more to discipline than spanking, but it's not less than that. And, you know, you can just, you can ignore that if you want, but then, you know, we know what happens to those kind of kids. Like, they're the ones who join Antifa, and they're the ones who do, like, who approach, <laughs> they're the ones who never learned, like, the, what the word no means. Like, we know what happens to them. Just look at our society. You'll see what happens when, you know, parents quit spanking their kids. They're all, they're all around us, man. They're filling the universities up. And so, yeah, do it, do it at your own peril. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, 
and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.